Hey, Nick. Hey, Chase. It's that time again. What time is it? Time for Fuck, Fuck This Place! Or they were first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I always feel like it's going to fuck Oh no! The reason and the reason like this tour company got so many bookings is they played the game right and they knew European tourists know biking. They think biking is the same everywhere they go, and they're oh. fucking idiots for thinking that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, Europe has amazing infrastructure for cycling. Pretty much nowhere else does, but uh-huh. but they but they're like, oh yeah, I'd rather book a cycling tour than a bus tour because I don't want to sit in a bus, you know, for uh-huh. to see like the Hollywood stars yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, it yeah. is. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then they get on these bikes and they're in the streets of LA. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, Everybody's got a fucking machine gun, like <laughs> just taking them out as they're going. Uh-huh, like, this is not uh-huh. the way it is in Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we should introduce the podcast. Welcome to Fuck This Place, a podcast about jobs with Chase and Nick. My name is Chase. My name is Nick. And that's it. That's it, baby. That's all. That's all hey, Chase. What do we have here? We have uh, what's the title of this episode? It is episode 103, the 100th episode. That's correct. We had our 100th episode with Olivia uh, Hill. Olivia Hill, I believe. Olivia yes. Hill. Uh, and, you know, we're now after that and we're celebrating mm-hmm. that. Also, it's the podcast has been running for two years. It feels like a lot longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the COVID talking. Yeah, I think it's it has to be two years. It's two right. years. It's two years. It was August of whatever that year two years ago is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1977. Five. Oh, yep. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah, it's been two years. But yeah, more importantly, 100 episodes. We quietly passed a little milestone. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even notice because we're so busy working so fucking hard. That's right, because we're making more episodes, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're all backlogged and we forgot. So that we could take little vacations. We did take a little and, vacation, mm-hmm, but you didn't we know take vacations and they never know. Yeah. And that's yeah. the point. We could mm-hmm. deliver a consistent thing and mm-hmm. we just, you know, and another time do sometimes you do a little backlog uh-huh. you take, yeah. you take a sa- Sunday off. You don't yeah. record an episode. Exactly. And they're, they're listening and they're going like, Oh, here's my, here's my Tuesday morning podcast. I'm very mm-hmm. excited for it. In actuality, maybe I'm drunk on the floor. I'm not really there. <laughs> we, we don't know. Okay. We don't know what's going on. Or maybe you're sitting, maybe you're sitting with one of those sun, you know, like in like the sixties or is it the sixties? Oh yeah. People yeah, with yeah. those like the sun reflective, reflective things. Yeah. What is that? Is that for getting sun under your chin? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Even tan. I don't know what that is, but it was like, you saw like housewives in their one piece bathing suits, uh-huh. and gigantic frame sunglasses, yeah, right? which again, seems like not a, the way to tan. If you're wearing I sunglasses, feel like, then they have like a bonnet over mm-hmm. that. Like it's, anyway, but you could be sitting on the floor, tr- still drunk, but one of those. Yeah, I don't know what that's. What? Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's like the thing that they put in front of cars to keep the sun out. <laughs> just you know? the same thing. Yep, it's that's what happened happen. with it. They were like, uh-huh. "This isn't good for my face." Yeah, yeah <laughs> let's yeah. make my car cooler because, like, mm-hmm. if I put this on my chest, every the rest of my body feels like an okay temperature. What if I did that uh-huh. for my car? Also, yeah, wouldn't then you're like you're you're only your head is tan is that because back then you weren't you didn't show your body as much i that, i i i have the same questions uh-huh <laughs> again if anyone you, who's still living in 1966 can answer that question or if us. you're a stepford wife or something uh-huh. you know in in like a or like a future dystopia uh-huh. sort of like suburban you know we're all trapped here but we're still living a life like that if you're doing that like a pleasantville 
Yeah. Yeah. Pleasantville. Thank you. Text mm-hmm. the pod 470-223-5627. And we will do our best to understand your tanning habits. Can't save you from the dystopia, Mm-mm. but we'll give it a go. Um, mm-hmm. So what we're going to do today, I'm sure you're wondering, dear listener, what the fuck are we going to do today for mm-hmm. our celebration? Bust out the cake. <laughs> um, <laughs> moosh it through your speakers. Um, we are going to take a look at a couple of posts from the vault. And then, and then we're just going to talk a little bit about what the fuck is going on. Yeah, yeah. What, you know, just with jobs mainly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A little segment we like to call "What the hell just happened." <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we have a couple write-ins, and then mm. that'll be the that'll be the that'll be the pot. So, I think we we'll, let's go into our um, into our vault here, Nicholas. And uh, this the first post from the vault is actually um, friend of the pod, Brooke Haley Martin, episode number what? Three? Six, three, three or four? Five. If you ever, if, if, here's, a, here's a insider tip. You ever wonder who the best friends of any podcasters are? <laughs> <laughs> Go to the first like four to 10 episodes uh-huh. because those are the people that you can convince to come onto a thing that nobody is sure will even be published. <laughs> well, I think, I think that's mostly true. I will say our very first guest ever, Gabby Lamb, yeah. is someone I have not talked to since she was on the pod. And probably <laughs> never talked to before. I love Gabby. Mm, and I like true. to think she's a bud when I see her. Listen, listen I, I said first 10, you know. Okay. So. Uh, but I'll say like uh, Trevor Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooke Haley Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, Tre- oh, I said Trevor Smith, right? Um, mm-hmm. Jason Trevor Webb, Smith, Newman Wolf, um, Trevi Trev- Trevor Trev- Smith. <laughs> it's comma Trev. Um, but also, uh, Gabby Lamb is all if if they aren't a dear friend, they're also a real one. And I would say Gabby yeah. Lamb counts as a Gabby real Lamb one. Is a real one. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gabby Lamb. Big Shout big fan of the Gabby. pod. Yeah, first um, ever guest on the pod. And we'll have her back. Um, in the future when we're all separate wives. So uh, so post number one was sent to us by, and you can do this too, by the way. All you got to do is text the pot. You could just text this to the pot if you see it, or you can send it to our email. It's in our thing. Nobody emails us. And and that's okay. Like, I don't, I don't ask you to email me. I don't uh-huh. mostly want to be emailed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just like, what, what are we doing on email? But I'm just saying, if, you run, if you're out there doing the job hunting and you find anything fucking unhinged, <laughs> feel free, you know? Mm-hmm, feel absolutely. Free. Uh, so this is a submission from Brooke. So it's from it's from it's from the vault, but it's um, it's from a friend as well. So the mm-hmm. post title is "Sell Workout Sups, Chillaxin at Home," and then in parentheses, "This job is the hashtag goat." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, a hateful title if there ever was one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, man. I believe you're chillaxing at home. I absolutely um, believe that. I don't yeah. think I will be working for you. I, I, do, I do not believe that. And there are four photos. Uh, the first photo says, it's a logo. and It says primal muscle. Mm-hmm. So I think it's mm-hmm. obvious. You know, these are workout subs. This uh-huh. is the sub uh-huh. that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this is the sub part. This is the sub situation. Image number two is... Uh, a meme, and it's partially obscured by the bad formatting <laughs> uh-huh. in Craigslist. But it's um, it's I've actually not seen this meme before. I have I not either. I think this guy one hundred percent made this up. You think this person took this picture? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's probably maybe this might be one of his friends. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is one of his seven roommates. Yes. Yeah, so, so that so like the header, you know, like the obvious text that changes every time is when sales reps see a good commission structure, which. 
I hate a sales meme. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, just yeah, off yeah, the, yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. what the meme says, just mm-hmm. as a as a genre, I'm not pro. Uh, and there's a guy who's like kind of like stoner look, and he's looking at like a pixelated version of a cow, and then the mm-hmm. caption is, "I can milk you," which is. I want to yeah. say too that that's like a Minecraft cow. My best friend's oh, son Minecraft. is really into Minecraft, so okay. I do recognize that. Okay, I don't it. think um, straight out. I will say that this meme sucks. <laughs> yeah, shit that, meme. Yeah, that and I'm sure I, there's better sales memes. Yeah, and for a meme that uses the word structure, it's not structured very well. Uh-huh. It's sort of the guy's picture up front is really weird. Like, um. Keanu Reeves stunt double is what he looks like, even though I don't yeah. think Keanu Reeves is a guy. Like, he seems like a tough guy. He probably doesn't have a stunt double, but yeah, 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 yeah. real tough. The, yeah, the top, uh, the top font is different from the bottom font. Also, it's two different colors, <laughs> and I don't think like I only know Minecraft because my best friend's son plays it. Mm-hmm. I if I didn't have that, I wouldn't. I would be like, why does this cow in the background look so stupid? <laughs> Yeah, correct. And and there's also again there's there's there are speaking of minds, there are so many places you could get a meme. You could go to probably oh, yeah. my guess, uh the Reddit's like literally, I bet you could go to Reddit and then just search sales memes. And there's probably like a sales meme fucking channel. Or you just yeah. search the word sales meme. And yeah. if if you did that and you picked this one, I do not trust you. If you made this, I also do not trust you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're again, you're more entrepreneurial if you made it, but not by a lot picture number two or sorry three which is also a meme is uh honestly one of the greatest comedic scenes of all time <laughs> is being depicted here it's jim carrey and liar liar he's got blue and all over his face if you haven't seen the film i'm gonna go ahead and, on a limb i'm gonna say jim carrey's best oh really i think so oh, i know uh-huh. ace Ventura gets up there i know you know, cable guys out there for the freaks, right? Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> but like Liar Liar is a major sweet spot in, in my in my life and also in my house. Like growing up, oh, my is that father, a family movie? My father fucking loved that movie. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> okay. he's like in a corporate environment, you know, and he just like says honest things, you know? Yeah. yeah. And anyway, so he's holding the pen. And we all know that, like, if you've seen the movie, the quote from that moment is him saying, like, the color of the pen that I hold in my hand is royal blue because he's trying to get it to say red or whatever. Anyway, the text to the meme says, if one more interviewer asks me to sell this pen, dot, dot, dot. And that is, I believe, a reference to the Wolf of Wall Street, right? Or is it? I mean, I think it's general sales. I think general, but maybe it is Wolf of Wall Street, but I think general sales. Uh-huh. It's just like, yes, hey, here, sell me this pen. But it could be Wolf of Wall Street. And if it is Wolf of Wall Street, this meme is even worse than I Yeah, thought. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I definitely don't think that, obviously, this meme is not from Liar Liar in not terms not of, anyway. of selling me this pen. Correct. He doesn't, he's not trying to sell the pen. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I thought, you got a real media problem on your hands, pal. Sure. Yeah. You yeah, don't yeah, know this, what, you don't know what things are. <laughs> I want to say 100% that you, this guy definitely has time to make memes at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because all yeah. of his lackeys are doing all the, the he needs hard chillaxing. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So picture number four, it's going to be a meme is my guess. And it is for sure. A meme again. Uh, it's uh, it's the, it's the more cowbell Christopher Walken sketch, which uh, everything but Minecraft has been a pretty dated reference. <laughs> I mean, yeah. again, like I'm not saying that though, Christopher Walken sketch is like completely irrelevant. You know, people understand it, <laughs> but it's not like, 
You know what I mean? Like well, you know, people understand it, but also a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. You know, we're <laughs> not right on top of it anymore. Yeah, correct. This is not even 2006 when and even even at that point that that would be a couple years old. Anyway, um uh and it's I got a fever and the only prescription is more sales leads. Right. So As, I don't I'm not in the chillaxin mood anymore if I ever was. No, because at the very least you are hanging out with the least funny coworker you've ever had. <laughs> yeah. At the at the least. Or you've got to talk to this guy in intervals, uh-huh. which again, any interval is a bad interval. And this guy knows about intervals because he's selling workout subs. <laughs> um, okay. And then it says, do you like to work out? Uh, okay. No, how about qu- there's this? no question marks. There's no question marks on that. It's, by the yeah, way. it's three Four exclamation, ex- three exclamation point, exclamation yeah. points, no question marks. And it says, okay, how about this? Dot, dot, dot. Do you like talking about working out? So we've really scaled it back in the first two, <laughs> in the first two. Do you think he stormed into a room and shouted, do you like to work out? And everyone was so terrified that he had to back the question off. I hope so. I hope this is a live transcript. <laughs> I hope that this is his sales script for cold calling people to get them to work for him. Uh, and the text begin, uh, continues and says, ever dream about getting shredded, swole, jacked, lean, yoked, massive, thick, dense, and chiseled? And you know what, Nicholas? With that list, there's a part of me that thinks we've read a similar ad to this before. Like something about that, me reading that list made me think, Shredded, swole, jacked, lean. <laughs> like we've run into, if not this person, then this copy. Maybe they stole it from somebody or something. We did not, we've not seen these memes. You know, they're, they're, they're upping their game if we run into them before. Right. I guess you could call it upping it. Sure. Yeah. They, um, <laughs> they are I, doing more things. Is what I, I wouldn't mean. be surprised if this was a, a another uh, another post from a, a some a someone who's posted before in regards mm-hmm. i feel like we had a post that was like it was like rocket pop um we did that was uh, logan gunselman okay yes and but that, that was that was very much in the way of this type of energy though right mm-hmm. like yeah i feel as though this guy is yelling at me and he is wearing a spaghetti string tank top absolutely you know, just yeah. like a male version of, the, and it's mm-hmm. just, and it's a, uh, he's a buff dude mm-hmm. with a picture of another buff dude on his shirt. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. This guy is a huge fan of the rock, um, uh, just like motivational mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just work mentality, but also his montages. Like if you want, there's like rock montages on YouTube. And honestly, every now and then we all need a rock pick me up, sure. you know? Yeah. So I don't blame you for that. I've been there. But, you know, if you're listening to him 24-7, that's when things really get out of, get out of control. I do have a, a genuine question. For Nick. The Rock? Oh. Well, yeah, for the, I got a bunch of questions for The Rock. Number one, what's up with Jungle Cruise, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that, like, you can watch, you can make whatever you want and people will watch it. And I did the same thing. But, yeah, like, The Rock is kind of like Wall Street. He's kind of too big to fail. He's 100% reality. too big to fail. And mm-hmm. I have a friend who, like, straight up will watch. He, and he has said it out loud. He said, I will watch any movie. That The Rock or Jason Statham is in, period. And so wow. Hobbs and Shaw's is a real sweet spot for him. Yeah, yeah. But um, and it's a real two and a half hour sweet spot. You know, really, <laughs> they really milk it. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I uh, but um, I know a guy whose brother got jacked one uh, like season, I guess. Uh huh. His um, his like his situation 
Coke and push-ups. <laughs> cocaine and push-ups. Cocaine and push-ups. Mm-hmm. Cocaine and push-ups. Yeah. Wow. Really cool. But he called it Coke and push-ups. <laughs> that uh-huh. was his program. So I'm just saying, we this person selling workouts up, so we don't know what else he's got on the side. Right. What else he put into his nose right before he started typing this? Correct. Correct. <laughs> um, and then the ad continues. We are a fat. Oh, sorry. Then we got the job for you with that giant b- bunch of fucking questions. We are a fast growing sports supplement company established in 2010. Honestly, I would not say you're fast growing if you established in 2010. You know what I mean? Like maybe yeah, you are like 11 years later and you're still like on Craigslist. Yeah, for that's, help. What that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean you could say we are an established um, uh-huh. and, and, and still growing, you know, supplement company, but like fast growing implies that you did this three years ago anyway. Uh, and we are looking to add a couple new fitness advisors to the team, AKA salespeople. Just call it, just call it what it fucking is. The fitness advisor position is a full-time work from home role. It's all caps. You will be making outbound calls to bros and broettes. Again, that really triggers my, my brain. Bros and broettes. Uh-huh. And I don't know, you know, could be the Logan Gunsman. If you, if you recently listened to the backlog, Texas, uh, like, um, like, uh, calls to bros and broettes like you who are taking our high quality, game changing, redol producing, alpha inducing. Oh man, <laughs> mass we do build. need more alphas. We we folks, we need another alpha in here. <laughs> mass building sports supplements all while chilling at home. Three exclamation points. And then it says, "Wait, what? No code calls? No cold calls? That's right. That's not true." That's not true at all. You just, just you were out, outbound calls. I don't give a shit if it's lukewarm or what the fuck's going on. It's cold calls, my guy. Mm-hmm. Qualified leads ain't shit. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Like you're calling like, hey, yeah, is this a certified bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this, a, is this a hot lead bro ready to buy some subs? Um, anyway, that's right. It's, it is only buyers. Which you know they're going to turn that phrase around and be like, yeah, there's only buyers in the sense that everyone's a buyer, dude. Anyway, yeah, they are always looking to get jacked. They are this bears repeating. They are always looking <laughs> to get jacked and shredded to the next level, and we are here to help. But you got to be a strong closer, and oh I believe that God. one. I do hate this person. Uh, this is a salary plus commission job with no earning cap. The fact that there's a salary, honestly, is impressive a little bit. That's pretty impressive. I don't know that that doesn't mean this guy's just from a wealthy family. <laughs> Absolutely. No. Yeah. And it continues. The more you sell, the more you make. Pay is a guaranteed $2,000 a month salary. Okay. So that's not shit. <laughs> 2000 a month. That's not much. Mm-hmm. Um, plus commission. So you can build up your client base. Yeah. Let's build up a client base. Our average reps have been working here six plus years and are making 65. I just, I can't read with any more enthusiasm. They're making 65K a year right now. Our top rep is making over 100K. Don't ever, and I, I, I understand if you, if I, I don't know how, if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening for any advice, but if you are, <laughs> if you're lost in the woods and you need an anchor to tell you something, here it is. Never give a fuck if you're caring about a sales job ever about the top number because that person is a psychopath no right. question and if mm-hmm. you're a psychopath fine you know who you are 
You know what I mean? I hope you're not listening to this podcast, but if you are, that's fine. You know who you are and you're an animal and you're going after the whatever. That's fine. Everybody the fuck else. (laughs) That number does not mean shit to you or even them. Anyway, that that means you can talk all day about the hobby you love while making 50 to 75K a year. Much more realistic numbers. Doesn't get better than that, I guess. And now they really get down to brass tacks. Now we ain't going to BS you here. Well, you already have, sir. (laughs) I do feel like I've been bamboozled since we started. Uh, You need to be a strong closer to make that kind of money. Yes. Some reps take three to six months to be on pace to make 50K a year. Okay. At least you're being real. I mean, I do appreciate a little bit of that realism. Mm -hmm. However, if you are a stronger, oh, go ahead, Nick. I was going to say, you can tell by the lack of exclamation points that he's coming down from whatever he was on at the top (laughs) of this article, top of this post, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, he's mm -hmm. starting to maybe feel a little more human or leveling out. Yeah. And he's thinking, Mm -hmm. all right, okay. 50 K I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I said, you're making $6 million a year. (laughs) Listen, I take that back. That's only it's only my buddy, Mike, and he does the same amount of Coke as I do. He also and helps I'm sorry. my dad with my dad's business. Uh, and, <laughs> and, it's, and he sells I'm it to my fully, dad. He sells yeah. all the supplements to my dad. Fully truthful, not everyone wants to get jacked and shredded. Is what we found in <laughs> since we started in 2010. I've been not calling everyone. nursing homes. Not a single one of them really uh-huh. seem to be in the jacked or shredded mindset. But yeah. I'm hoping we can turn that around because we have got a list of nursing homes to get through. <laughs> A lot of them don't even know what I mean when I say jacked or shredded. <laughs> it's like they're from a different time. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, however, if you are a stronger closer, you will kill it. I, no doubt about that. Even if you don't work out. This, 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 He's really starting to dial it back. <laughs> this is we're just, this is yeah. we're just, even just if you just maybe want to hang out sometime. Just <laughs> even, if you, watch even if you like movies. <laughs> Even if you, even if you just sometimes are like maybe less butter on the popcorn, you know, maybe, maybe you could, that could work out. Uh, you can still apply and crush it in sales, but you got to be able to talk the talk. All right. Now he's, now he's ramping back up. Mm-hmm. We're looking for folks with a lot of energy, a positive attitude against it's good sense of humor. I mean, I would say any sense of humor yeah. is a good base. Um, ambitious. And of course, money motivated. Does this sound like you? No, if so <laughs> absolutely not. Um, if so, click the link and we'll talk. We do have to click on this link real quick. Like, I just want to see if it goes anywhere um, or if we're downloading a virus immediately. And yeah, it's just a regular Google form. Um, training class dates, sales experience. Honestly, it looks like probably the most normal thing about this entire yeah. experience has been the Google form. Right. He was upset. He's like, are you sure there's no way we can add exclamation points to any of these questions? <laughs> but what if we, but like, what if the, what if after this guy, we did like a, we did like a, we had like a picture of a guy just like, fuck it, doing yeah. both of the arms coming in to crush the words, you know, can question we do that? marks are weak, bro. <laughs> question marks are for the meek minded. So anyway, that's a very standard form, very regular form. So congratulations on doing the basic amount of admin, uh, the compensation box is the same 2000 monthly base commission, 50 to 75 K average. So yeah, no, no. Yeah. I also wouldn't consider this the greatest job of all time as he listed it or at the very top, (laughs) the goat, as you, as, Mm -hmm. as they say, yeah, I would also not consider this to be the greatest job 
of all time. No. Mm-hmm. So no. Um, yeah. The I answer hope- is no. Mm-hmm. The answer is no. I don't want to do this. I don't believe any, like, as Here's I said the thing before, that blows but- my mind. What makes you think somebody wants this supplement? There's so many supplements, right? There's so many of them. And there's so many people that people trust. They shouldn't trust, but they do trust that are selling supplements. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, like, basically I'm going to go ahead and say any, yeah, I'm going to say any white guy with a good set of shoulders and with a good podcast following has a supplement that he's selling <laughs> like as a guarantee. And I am not just talking about Joe Rogan, although he is on the list, right? but like they're out there, you know, there's whole podcasts that are devoted to health and fitness. Those motherfuckers are selling supplements out the asshole. So why the fuck do you even think I would want to buy a supplement I've never heard of from a guy I cannot trust, you know, or from me who's selling it to my, to me, you know, like, it's just like, this is, this is one of the most impossible situations you could possibly get in. So yeah, maybe not the greatest of all right. time. I always feel as though these types of jobs come with a tremendous amount of guilt trip. Oh, yeah. I think that fitness and especially fitness in Los Angeles is such a predatory market oh, in yeah. a lot of ways. I have a lot of personal gripes with it because Um, There is such high expectations in most of the lines of work, you know, a lot of the lines of work out here in entertainment to like Mm. look a certain way, have a certain aesthetic. And I think a lot of fitness um, gyms and uh, sales companies really prey on that. And they really try. But and I think that that this is just another job where you'd be dealing with people who are just like, well, didn't hit your numbers today. I guess you don't really want it kind of thing, yeah, yeah. you know? Cause you can't do one arm pushups anymore. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, and I could be totally wrong, but I don't think so. Absolutely not. Don't think so. So fuck that place. Bye-bye. Okay. Post number two, different vibe. So that, so this post comes from actually a recent episode from the vault, uh, Caitlin Jeffers. It was a Brooklyn, um, mm-hmm composed and just seemed like it was worth taking a look at. So the, so, so number two is called closed restaurant bar seek for bartender and a cook. And you heard that, right? It says closed at the very beginning. <laughs> so I, I guess you're opening soon. Anyway, right there in park slope, Brooklyn, right there in park slope. Okay. So um, <laughs> the text begins, no pictures. <laughs> and it says, I'm an Italian, <laughs> which I, uh, a little goofy, a lit mm. Italians are always a little goofy to me. Okay. So <laughs> sorry for everybody who's on long Island right now. <laughs> it's just Italians are a little bit goofy in my mind. Okay. I'm an Italian in 70. I have a small restaurant slash bar in park sloop, Brooklyn, New York. And then the zip code, <laughs> zip code one, one, two, one, five. Um, then it says there's no period. So I'm trying to break it up. Closed peril coronavirus paro for about three months. I'm trying to reopen, but unfortunately I can't find people to work, which is not uncommon so far. Yes. We run into some language barrier things, but like, you know, I understand you having trouble finding staffing a restaurant. It had to mm-hmm. close during coronavirus. You understand that you're having trouble with your business and also you might be hilarious. <laughs> it's very possible. It's very possible. It's very possible. Um, <clears throat> the ad continues. I look for bartender 
and to cook. <laughs> but I think that this is uh, what is this word? Lair, L E R E, which could be like. Anyway, I don't know. Lair girls special mint are made by Google because when they search for the place on Google, they see the restaurant is closed. I'm trying so hard not to do an Italian accent right now. And logically, they are scared thinking that it is a trap. I'm sorry, thinking that it is a trap. And there is no way to meet me to make them understand that I'm looking for people to reopen the place. Mm-hmm. I decided to write right as in the Wright brothers with a W I decided to write why you will find out that this place is closed. <laughs> this is this the plot of super Mario <laughs> explained by Mario. <laughs> <laughs> just his perspective the whole time. Like he's like, I, I'm I just trying to open the restaurant. <laughs> I, I'm trying to open restaurant with brother. It is closed. I have, um, I have girlfriend. She is gone. I she must is find stolen. her. <laughs> she is stolen. I must find her. Mushrooms. There are pipes. We will go. Sounding <laughs> a little Borat, but um, yeah, I can't do an Italian accent so well. But I'm really wish I could right now. Oh but. man, I can't. I think I could do an Italian accent here. Oh, and I should. okay. Well, we'll read. We're gonna read. Um. It's okay to make fun of Italians, right, folks? Um, we're gonna read, <laughs> we're gonna read, but I think Lair Girls, anyway, special mint are made by Google because when they search for their place on Google, they see the restaurant they close. <laughs> and logically, they're scared, <laughs> thinking that it's a trap, and there's no way for me to make them understand. I'm looking for people to reopen the place. Anyway, that's my <laughs> half Italian, half Borat accent. Um, I was in a play once and I had to be uh, Mr. Martini very briefly uh, from uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. he is a straight up cartoon Italian man. <laughs> uh-huh. no, I hear and, that. I hear that. I am. Um... It's, it's not a good, you don't feel good, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> doing it, but, but it works. Compensation. I forgot to say in the conversation box, conversation box, $10 per hour plus tips, bartender, $15 per hour for cook, $50 gift for attending an interview. <laughs> gift. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) From the top, let's, let's go take this back. Okay. Let's what, what's happening in this post. Okay. So he is, I think this person might be 70 years old. Okay. I am an Italian in 70. I think there's an 70 year old Italian Italian, I'm a 70 year old Italian man. Mm -hmm. I have a small restaurant. Major props for getting on Craigslist, bro. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. None of this is to stray from the fact that this guy is hilarious. (laughs) And while he might be a bit of a terror to work for, I, I would mean, guess we're going to have some good stories afterwards. Uh-huh, but, yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Sure. So he's an Italian, mm-hmm. 70 years old, who has a small restaurant slash bar in mm-hmm. Park Sloop, mm-hmm. uh, Brooklyn. It's closed. There is peril. Um, <laughs> well, there's been, there's been plenty of peril. No one would uh-huh. argue there's been no peril. There's a lot of peril the last year and 19 months now. Oh uh-huh. Coronavirus. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yes, pure peril, I would say. Actually, ex- almost exclusively peril. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've been closed for about three months, which again, this was posted five days ago, which, you know, at this point, like when we recorded the Caitlin Jefferson, this can't be any more than three weeks from when it's recording. You've been closed for three months. Uh, my understanding is New York reopened a lot sooner than mm-hmm. like three months ago or later than three months. Mm-hmm. I can't know. I can't, I can't figure out the math. The bottom line is you've been closed for about three months. If, if, if today is your third month being closed, what happened before? Were you open right. and then you closed or have you been closed this whole time and you just gave us the wrong number? 
Hard to say. Uh, but then, so that's a, that's an open hole. And then this person is trying to reopen, but unfortunately can't find people to work. You know, the restaurant owners lament of 2021. And then this person is naming positions. Lair girls specialment is where I start, you know, again, there's a big hole there. Lair is L E R E. If you know, Italian text, Texas, <laughs> um, mm. and then it says, I'm, uh, Lair girls specialment are made by Google. <laughs> I, I, this, but I, I think that Lair girls specialment are made by Google. So, so he, I, I guess he thinks he's like a conspiracy theorist. Like he's just kind of something. Like, I, I think it's Google obvious. is holding me back in my uh, park sloop bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, because he, I think the second half of the sentence really explains it because when they search this place on Google, they see the restaurants closed and logically, <laughs> uh-huh. logically, and I agree. Logically, they are. Fact. Yeah, they are scared. Thinking, I don't know that they're scared looking from their laptop computer. I don't think, <laughs> they might be intimidated or just they like, can think it's a trap. I don't know that they're <laughs> slamming. Who the thinks it's a trap? Shut. Who? Th- what makes anybody think this is a trap, buddy? Because you might you you're doing way more than you're describing here. It's your curly mustache when you're <laughs> showing up that thinks to think everyone's everyone thinks it's a trap. Sure. I, yeah. I Maybe you come out with two two of those big wide pizza. Uh, pizza flappers and you're trying to catch people in them maybe that's right. your trap you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to but, scoop them into your chef's hat uh-huh. <laughs> yeah you're trying to curl them up like spaghetti mm-hmm. uh, with a giant fork <laughs> so <laughs> in italy you know stuff of dreams um <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to stuff them into like a giant calzone <laughs> Now you're here forever. <laughs> um, so yeah, again, you're doing something that we don't know that that makes them think it's a trap. Okay, so this, mm-hmm. the, the trap part's on you. I'm gonna say the trap part is on you. It ain't on Google. Yes, they what, might be a little oh, weirded wait, out that you're. We closed. gotta find out what we gotta find out what Lair Girls Specialment means. I mean, we can Google Lair L E R E in in Italian, but that sounds to me like it's gonna be like a prefix or something. Lair definition. Lair in English. Lair, um, there's someone listening that's just like you fucking idiots and you're yeah. right you are right <laughs> yeah it's like we can't remember the end okay i'm sorry we will we'll, um, <laughs> um oh wow i i don't know what it says but what i'm saying is it's like we're trying to figure out the end of jurassic park you know and everybody's like the t-rex comes back and kicks the velociraptor's <laughs> ass you fucking idiots <laughs> so yeah there's a couple there's people who know italian uh, um Lair in italian at translate.com is giving us nothing Absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay. So he made up this word. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I know that L-E-E-R in, in, in Spanish is to look. No, to, to read, you mean, right? So it's like. Oh, to read. Yeah. yeah maybe he's saying, he's saying that when girls read. Fuck, dude. I'm trying to help this guy out. <laughs> I think that. Yeah, when girls, when girls, when girls r- read this, they. <laughs> I mean, special mint, special mint, special mint. Yeah. We got special nothing mint on gum. special mint. <laughs> special your pleasure, special your fun. It's the <laughs> it's the taste mint of the grace mint and special mint special gum. Special gum. Um, okay, so yeah, they're scared. There's a trap. <laughs> and when girls no- read about my special mint, they think it's a trap because Google. Yeah. They think like, that the good. I mean, we know what he's mean. We know what he means that they're that they're closed. And is that person, weird that he's so off base and we still know what he means? <laughs> Do you think this is your whole existence with this guy? Is him just? just I actually uh, think this is uh, this is big. This is uh, honestly this is deeper than this guy. I feel like most of the time I know what people mean. 
You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I think I think it's one of the reasons I gravitated towards stand up is I feel like I got tired of explaining the world to one person at a time. <laughs> Uh, okay. You know, and I was like, well, maybe I can do this in batches, you know, and just sort of talk about how things really go, you know? Yeah, right. In three to 15 minute batches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And they're drunk and they're not going to remember my name or what happened. <laughs> so bad plan. But nonetheless, um, I, 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 I do think that if for some reason you're the only employee here, you're going to do a lot of heavy lifting for a lot of things. And I don't mean physically. <laughs> I mean, like you're going to have to do a lot of helping this person figure things out. Um, yeah. And when and the, they're dropped, when the vendors come to drop things off, it's just you, like he is throwing you to the front of the fire yeah. to talk to anyone who comes in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Your Pellegrino distri- distributor is giving you shit, charging mm-hmm. you extra. No he way. doesn't know what Lair Girls is either. <laughs> it was just there. I was, ty- <laughs> I was typing and it showed up. And then now it means that we're closing early today. Uh, yeah. Um, Everyone thinks I have a Lair now. <laughs> I'm keeping all these girls in. A, a girl's Lair. Um, and then, yeah. And so then again, what, that, that we'll never understand girls, layer girl specialman. Yeah. But then he continues. There's no way for make me understand. Yeah, we get it. But like, that's not true. Like, <laughs> like, like literally you click reply to this email <laughs> and I'm sure you can make them understand <laughs> that you're trying to reopen the place. Like, I don't think that m- most people I mean, everybody looks on Google, but I'm just saying, if you reply to the ad, if you say things when they say things to you, I bet you they'll think that this place is going to try and reopen. Yeah. I immediately feel like this guy has not tried very hard to let people know his place is reopened. You You know, know. he's probably told his wife several times (laughs) that they're reopening. Sure. And I'm sure the neighbors know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably, I he's don't probably think... walked on the street with a plate with fettuccine on there, just trying to give it to people. And they're like, I don't understand you, sir. Why don't you go? He's like, it's Why from my lair. Arrest... It's from my lair. <laughs> it's special mint. Um, <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I agree. I don't think this guy's try that hard. And I would go so far as to say, I'm, I'm willing to throw pretty much at anybody on Craigslist under the bus and say they've not tried that hard. <laughs> so, you know, happy to agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Obviously, no. And I don't even think it's because this person's having problems. I think I think if this person can't even get one person, they, they clearly haven't even talked to somebody. Exactly. So if you can't talk to somebody, I'm not working for you, buddy. Everybody's going to be a fucking crazy asshole in the restaurant industry anyway. I don't need to know that right now already before I even walk in the door. Exactly. Yeah. Just no, no, he's gonna, he, uh, then, then he's like maybe trying to like get you to marry his niece or something weird on the side, yeah. you know? Yeah. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right. Well, fuck that place. What's up everybody. What's going on guys. Wanted to remind you that you can text the podcast anytime you want. Night or day, whenever the hell you want. It's fine. It's uh, the number is four seven zero bad jobs. The actual numbers are four seven zero two two three five six two seven. That's the number. So yeah, anytime you want. Like I said, middle of the night, whenever. We don't got jobs right now. Whatever's going on with you is going on with us. I mean, absolutely. Maybe you maybe you still have a job and it's like shitty. You can tell us about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you don't have a job and it was and it was shitty before. Maybe you're getting one of those weird like uh, temperature forehead checks right now. For sure. And you want to pull out your phone and just say, you want know to fuck you guys. I'm going to text 470 bad jobs. 470 223 
1027 is the number. Uh, that is the number. And you can also call us uh, if you want, but I mean, whatever. It's, it's your choice. That's the point here. And we're back. We're back, baby. Back in action. So this segment of the podcast is, um, you know, sometimes like we were thinking like, oh, it's our 100th episode. episode. Let's talk about, you know, the podcast. But I'll be honest. I kind of hate that. <laughs> you know? Okay. Like, the, well, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, listen to the episodes. <laughs> you know, I mean, mm-hmm. well, obviously, well, we will talk about the podcast. But what I'm saying is like, I'm not going to fucking look back fondly on the episodes that we've recorded. I mean, they're great episodes. I enjoyed them. Let's talk about the world at large. This podcast is about jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I would say honestly, because the, the, the short of it, and I would probably speaking for you on this too, is it's like, we love it. We love doing this podcast. Absolutely. love uh, it. It's, it's a lot of work and sometimes yep. it's troubling, but mostly we love it. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't changed in a hundred episodes. Yeah. I would say if any of you guys, have questions for us about the podcast you Absolutely. might be that might be better than just us just kind of shooting from the hip about the stuff that me and chase just talk about off the pod anyways we're open books i mean yeah mm-hmm. I, you know people want to go all the way behind the curtain you know i have a i have a like a i have a like a longtime friend who every now and then texts me just like hey man like how many hours do you spend on every episode you know I mean like just random uh-huh. behind the curtain mm-hmm. shit so uh if you want to know we'll tell you but um but like the podcast is i hope you think it's good sure <laughs> yeah just if you're listening to my voice right now, you think it's something. So, um, so yeah, we're just gonna talk about like j- jobs. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on right now? Because you know, I, I uh, <laughs> anyway, we're gonna use a little uh, like a, I, there's two news stories that we're gonna kind of use as like a, a reference point here. Um, the first one is very specific, and the other one's a little more general. Um, the first news story that we're gonna just like take a quick look at is this thing I found over the summer. And I just like, I, 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 think, I, th- I think I saw it on Twitter or something. And I was like, dude, that looks fucking crazy. I didn't even click on it, <laughs> but I was just like, this looks wild. And I was just like, well, maybe I'll save it for something. And then I was like, oh, this is great. So it's about this summer camp. It's in the, it's in the Boston Globe. So uh, shout out to New England. Mm-hmm. Um, all of it, of really. No, big fans big of the fans. pod, huge fans. Mm-hmm. Um, Maine, Massachusetts, Vermont, Something New Hampshire. Tall. New Hampshire. That's all of New England, isn't it? Pennsylvania so. doesn't count. They're the mid-Atlantic. Okay. Um, the, but the title is The Fire Fest of Overnight Camps Closed After Six Days. Oh. <laughs> and as a person who's been a camp counselor before, and also as a person, I think we talk a lot, I think even at the beginning of this podcast, about the internal chaos that most businesses truly are. Let me let me ask you a quick question yeah. about camp counseling. Like I'm wearing, and I, as I am in a lot of episodes, I'm wearing my <laughs> uh, my Friday the Thirteenth T-shirt. Uh, uh, camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Voorhees. How long you think you survive as a camp counselor in a horror movie, Chase? Well, so so there's two arguments here. Number one yeah. is <laughs> you're like number one. Long. I'm a huge virgin. <laughs> 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 and so I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm driving my convertible right on out of that. <laughs> Get a little sweater over my um, thing or like a blanket when the EMS show up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, argument number one is right. Hot cocoa. Dead. Yeah. Always okay. a hot cocoa. And mm-hmm. yeah, they're just leading me away. I'm an extra. I'm not, you know, I'm not a person who is the main character, but I did survive because I was a virgin and I was, you know, just my glasses broke and I was just running through the woods the whole time. Scrambling through the, through the foliage. Yeah. Foliage. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just the entire time. It's like, um, 
yeah, it's like a reoccurring bit. This guy just keeps diving into the bushes looking for his glasses where the chainsaw guy passes him every time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So the first argument is that you die right away. Right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and then the other side, you think you make it out? Um, Well, see, I think... I think one of the main problems with the, you know, uh, especially a camp environment um, is everybody keeps staying sort of on campus. Uh-huh, <laughs> so uh-huh. I'd be the first person to get off campus. So I right. think, I think that, and in all likelihood, if I worked there, especially, you know, everybody in these movies says like, it's our 10th summer here. You know what I mean? Sometimes <laughs> there's a new counselor because you have to explain plot devices and stuff. You're like, oh yeah, we always cover the, the new kid in syrup or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then that's the kid who murders everybody. Um, but yeah, but like, you know, uh, most of the people in most camp environments have been there for a while. So like, you kind of know the terrain, like the literal terrain, right? Mm-hmm. Like I worked at a Boy Scout camp. If people have listened probably, I don't know when the fuck we put that episode out, maybe March mm-hmm. of 20. 20- Dude, truly one of the funniest stories I've ever. Uh, (laughs) So funny. I remember dying so hard listening. Um, But that was a Boy Scout camp. And I knew for a fact that there was a trail leading out of that camp that went up into the motherfucking wilderness, real ass designated wilderness. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going straight for that trail. And yes, of course, the killer is going to think about that. But there's Mm. more than one way to get onto the wilderness trail eventually you know what i mean like yeah don't go to the don't go to the main murder gate right right like the trailhead or whatever anyway and even so there's still plenty like nobody thinks of just climbing the nearest hill and getting the fuck out of there everybody's like let's go to the rec center <laughs> he yeah, won't I, know where to find us there in the one of nine buildings that are on this like acre campus exactly i always feel like it, in, in those situations like at a camp that the killer is about as lethal as a really smart bear yeah you know it's like they're usually brutish strength just raw strength that they're Mm going to kill you with Mm -hmm. but and if you if you climbed up a tree Mm -hmm. and a bear knew you're up there it could get you jason Voorhees, if he knew you were in a tree he's gonna get get you but he probably won't even know you did that uh-huh. If off chasing someone else and you just climbed a big tree just with be, snacks just, just get quiet just there and, get yeah, a, and quiet. Go, go to the cafeteria grab some extra nutter butters why would jason Voorhees or a bear ever look up if you were just <laughs> way up there being quiet mm-hmm. <laughs> a grand question mm-hmm. nick um so that's your answer is i'm going for a tree <laughs> uh, yeah for me i just i'm probably client if i have the skill set you do because i feel as though with all your knowledge that you could probably be building snares and oh, uh, no, i can't build snares i'm out of there snare? I'm in full- my head you've always been able to build snares and <laughs> that's something i think i've told people about you that's good <laughs> i'm just like uh, a snare guy at a restaurant eating fries or like poutine or something like where did you get those fries did he get it from the bartender no i probably made a snare or something or some just- kind of a snare fry snare Probably a fry snare situation. Probably catching wild fries out there with his snare. That's how we got that aioli. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to leave. I'm going to put on a backpack and I'm going to walk the fuck away <laughs> is what I'm going to do. And I nice. have no problem uh-huh. doing that. Um, like so the end it, of like, was it the end of Rambo 2 when he does that? I think, is it? I think I, it's isn't one that of the, the entire movies, plot like, of every Rambo? Yeah, that he just, has think he just puts on his backpack and he's just like, I'm out of here. Uh-huh. Let me know when you need me to kill an entire army again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's uh that's what the Hulk did at the end of Age of Ultron. I just watched it the other day for the first oh, time. Nice. I didn't watch it. I'd never seen that Avengers movie. He yeah. just fucking left, you know, because he's like, I'm a problem. <laughs> I mean, he was the problem instead of other, but you know what I mean? He's like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna leave. What if I just left? And it actually <laughs> kind of worked out. 
I mean, to some degree. So anyway, this 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 post or sorry, this post, this this article goes and talks about this camp that closed after six days. Um, so I'm like, I'm just going to like just drop into a little bit of text. So, for instance, uh, <laughs> the parents are paying three thousand four hundred dollars for two weeks for this camp in Maine uh, or New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. New Hampshire. Uh, it's 85 year old camp. So it's like, they've been doing this for a while, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like the decision to close an 85 year old camp in Moultonboro, New Hampshire, love New England, love Moultonboro, uh, in the middle of the summer left campers bereft counselors stewing and some parents furious <laughs> soon stories began to circulate problems that went much deeper than late deliveries. Cause they were like, deliveries on uh, food and shit counselors hired just days before camp and lacking basic training <laughs> a counselor punched in the face by a child oh wow and a camper later hit in the head by the same child uh, dirty dishes provided at multiple meals at least four campers vomiting and getting quarantined uh while some parents said they weren't informed and staff quitting and being uh fired in high numbers not not a good situation. Here's a note that a father found in his son's pocket after he made it home. It says, we've been in tears, bored, and devastated the whole day. The camp director is lying. A child wrote that? A child wrote that. He was bored he was, and devastated all day. He was going to, well, this could be a, this could be a 12 year old when they say child doesn't have to be a fucking two year old, just like goo goo gaga. It's chaos. I don't even here. know if I use, maybe I'm just dummy, but I, I uh, would have never used the word devastated even as a 12 year old. It could be a 16 year old. And I'd say 16 year old would say devastated. Again, that's a okay. child. Maybe. I mean, it's a legal child, um, folks. You uh, you're just getting into like Charles Bukowski for a week, <laughs> like love Charles Bukowski. I mean, you, there are some kids who find Bukowski at that age and it does work. You know, it does. It does work. But I think you need well, a little adult. You need a little adult shame on you. You know, I think I think teenagers that, sneak in. I think the teenagers that get into Charles Bukowski are using that to avoid going to parties. They don't want to go to because they're just like, no, it's going to end bad. Uh, (laughs) I got to make my way to the rate, the racetrack. Um, I need to develop a a series of problems. Um, Yeah. So here's what I love. The the camp's executive director said in a statement that camp was uh, felled like a tree falling in a forest by industry-wide staffing and supply chain complications. And we're not due to any long-term issues with camp operations, which is like, yeah, yeah. I guess you have to say that. I mean, and sure. Like long-term. Yeah. I'm going to say, say we've been like this for 80 years. <laughs> You're just now mad. <laughs> yeah. We've yeah. been terrible since, since the twenties. How dare you? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, someone apparently, yeah, has been running the camp since 2012 it's been licensed to operate, you know, like all the normal shit. Um, children and counselors said the first few days of camp were not the best time you could have in the world, which I believe. Which that was they the camp's said. aim. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really want you to have the best time you can have in the world, which is what the promotional video promised. So that's great. Uh, activities were understaffed. Again, this is basically a clearly no, there's just no people. That's the problem. They had a staffing problem. Um, and it says, perhaps there were some early red flags. Um, lots of camps. Why is this not- mi- written like a mystery? 
Because it's the Boston Globe. Everyone in Boston has a monocle in a drawer somewhere, sure. you know? Yeah, maybe a real sleepy town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, yeah. all right. I'm not I'm saying... Into it. I'm maybe I'm saying, into it. Maybe they've got a sweater they can tie around there. I'm not, I'm not saying everybody in Boston is a real working class contingent, but even those people have their grandfather's monocle, you know? Yeah. They don't put it on, but they still little, got little it. Corn, like the little corn pipes, you know, the pipes like that. The maybe corn cob pipe, that's a, bit of a, that's a bit more of a hillbilly thing. Okay. You don't I'm think thinking a regular pipe, maybe a regular, regular pipe. pipe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mystery solving pipe. Yeah. Mystery solving pipe. Correct. Less real, hillbillies. You're saying yeah, less hillbillies. Real, way less hillbillies in, okay. in Boston. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, these are, these are the, these are the fighting Irish, you know, it's true. You don't think any hillbillies though. Well, Western how Massachusetts, many, how many hillbillies do you think are in Boston? Okay. Well, let's say let's maybe put, four. Let's put this by the Jason Webb math because Jason Webb is, is uh, the closest to a hillbilly. Any of us will know. Uh, oh, and- no, I, I know some hillbillies. Mm-hmm. All right. Fine. I, I got I, I'm, I'm a couple degrees from some hillbillies in my family. My dad. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm aware of a great many hillbillies. Um, I'm talking about in in our immediate proximity. I'm oh, okay, Los Angeles okay. in arm's city. reach. Yeah. I'd say we've got like two. Right. So I would say there's hillbillies. In Bo- yeah. There's hillbillies yeah. In Jason Boston. Webb definitely. He speaks hillbilly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he can get the Google Translate out if necessary. <laughs> Um, so I'm just saying, you know, there's a small, he'll get so pissed off. <laughs> He's for sure not going to hear this. So I don't <laughs> care. Um, Jason, big fan of the pod. Um, it's, so uh, a number of staffers told the globe, this is also the Boston globe, dude, you gotta, you gotta turn it up. You gotta, you gotta put out the That's monocle, mm. um, that they were hired during that period. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. There is a er, email that the camp emailed to the parents. <laughs> yeah, it says, uh, just two weeks before camp began, leadership sent parents an urgent email. The email says, we are in desperate need of additional staff for this summer. So just coming out and saying it. Uh, noting that 15 staffers had recently dropped or ghosted the camp. I mean, they just failed. Probably because mm-hmm. they didn't want to catch died. COVID. Or died. Or died and became literal ghosts. Yes. <laughs> um, Carlson said he was looking to hire 15 to 20 more people this week when our training begins. So that was uh, two weeks before camp began. <laughs> he wanted to hire 15 fucking people. And that's, hard, that's a heavy lift, folks. Um, anyway, uh, then, then here's, a, here's a, a person who was hired. I was hired about four days before campers arrived, said MJ Lowry, a 24, 21-year-old counselor this summer. They just kind of said, Hey, you were referred. We'll send you the application. You seem to be qualified. Do you want the position? <laughs> and we've talked about this a couple of times on this podcast. When you get hired on the spot, get careful of that spot. Exactly. There's an anvil about to come down right on that spot. <laughs> yeah. And this truly is a strange quote. This is the same person continuing like what happened. I played kickball and got to see the turtle and the frog in the pond and learn about tadpoles. It was stuff like that, Lowry said, of their brief training. What? They just told him Not a kickball? single thing in that was training. <laughs> not, not a single mention of CPR. Not one. Not, wow. even, a, not even a here's the phone that you call. <laughs> uh-huh. here's, here's a life vest mm-hmm. in case someone is, like, needs to go swimming. Or here's go the swimming? rules around the water. Not even a vi- mm-hmm. right, life, life vest. Just, hey, here's <laughs> what is allowed around the water. Here's the bathroom. Nothing. <laughs> it was just kickball, and they he watched it. He learned about tadpoles? And tadpoles. He learned about tadpoles. Learn about tadpoles. 
Now it's possible that this person was in an environmental science position, you know, where again, we're doing a lot of work for these people. Still, you should um, know where the, where the life jackets are. You really should. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, they're on a hook. They're not, usually they're quite visible. <laughs> uh, anyway, Chris Bigler, a 19 year old counselor who had attended okay. this camp in 2018. Yeah, a name I just made up right before I typed it. <laughs> uh, and he called this, um, this camp in 2018, the best summer I ever had had no intention of working there this summer. But when the camp director reached out to him in mid-June, he happened to be in a desperate situation. Well, like somebody had a gun to his head or? Chris Bigler. Well, listen to this. My options, this is Chris talking now. This is the Bigster? This is is the Bigster. This is old Big. This is old Bigler. (laughs) Big boy Bigler. Big boy Bigler. (laughs) He's telling it like it is. He said, Mm -hmm. my options were either emergency housing or this camp. So I think this person was on the verge of like homelessness. Right. Okay. But he, okay. He's like, I'm not into this though. This was the best summer of my life two years ago, Mm -hmm. two years ago, but I three years ago, nothing three years ago, but I want nothing to do with it. Now I'm debating being homeless (laughs) rather than taking this job. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so, so I don't, I don't like the Bigler. No, right. no, 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 I'm, no, no. Okay. I want to, I want, I want you to stick with the Bigler for a second. Cause number one, this guy was facing literal homelessness and was just like, okay, fine. I'll work with this camp. So like, it still wasn't an easy choice for him. And then Bigler noting so that's, so he said that noting that he received CPR, first aid ropes and archery training. So this training existed. Tadpole uh-huh. person just got nothing. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. He was just did Tadpole. He was just on the wrong side of the camp. <laughs> just didn't know. Never showed up. Just I like heard a commotion in. on the other side of that building, but I didn't think to look. I heard the I heard the a bugle, and they were doing the Pledge of Allegiance, and they said this way for training. But then I saw some tadpoles. Yeah, I just I was like, I guess I'm early for tadpole class. I'll just <laughs> yeah, I'm early for tadpole class. You know, and I hope I I hope I don't I hope I make top marks in tadpole. <laughs> um. Anyway. The article continues and says an eight-year-old camper later described him, aka Bigler, as quote, the counselor who did not quit. <laughs> oh wow. Bigler stuck around. Okay. So Bigler founded it himself to, to do the right thing. I mean, to do the right thing or to oh. avoid literal no home. Oh, okay. So you don't think he was like, I'm here for you. He's like looking at these kids like, no, I just have nowhere else to go. Absolutely. Okay. He literally He's said saying my that options today, were right. either emergency housing. So either like his but, parents but they, kicked him out or his experience housing instability or I'm this just saying, fucking camp. What do you think the narrative is, is though for the eight-year-old? Do you think he told the eight-year-old to the eight-year-old's face like, no, I hate you. <laughs> it's either this or I'm homeless. Well, or do you think he was like, ah, I just, I like it here. So I would think that he probably tried his best. He's the bigs. He is this, is, this is Chrissy Biggs we're talking about here. Yeah, that's true. Shout out to Chris. Put, um, put on his big boy pants. Yeah, put on his bigler pants. Um, <laughs> okay, and then this person, Carlson, who's the who's the fucking manager of the camp, acknowledged that some campus had to join late because of hiring difficulties, but it said at no time were corners cut with regard to the vetting of staff or mandatory trainings. I mean, then so then so then if that's the case, tadpole was mandatory. <laughs> they uh, uh, they tied him to a chair and they said you're just going to stay here and you're going to look at these tadpoles and the rest of these people are going to get archery and first aid training uh-huh. no idea uh he said 52 counselors and 13 counselors in training were employed on the first day and that five or six counselors quit and three were fired 
Uh, oh, and there was, again, <clears throat> there is a camp. There is a, there is a kid who hit kids. Um, this, this, this child said that he was hit in the head with a wooden block by another camper. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound mm-hmm. good at all. Doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound like the best summer ever. And his mother said he was bruised when he returned home. Uh, Caden's counselor, who is Bigler. Oh Chrissy man. Biggs. Another case, for, another case for Christy Biggs. Uh-huh said he was previously attacked by the same child who punched him in the face. Okay. So we do have a villain. We do have a potential like killer and it's this at kid. this camp. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. This is more in the way of uh, sleepaway camp, the movie sleepaway camp. I've or- never seen, I've not seen sleepaway camp, but I'm going to take your word and say yes. And then the, the, then like the person who's running the camp says that like, yeah, they took immediate action to remove the child from camp. You know, it's like, okay, fine. But it was clear that there was, Obviously, like we, got, we stop giving them all those wooden blocks immediately. <laughs> immediately, we, we stop listen, giving them those We blocks. got rid of the wooden bo- block throwing class immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah. a stack of wooden blocks and we said, throw it at each other. And yes, somebody got hit. And so we canceled the class. We told that we, one kid to get out of the way. He did, <laughs> never got hit again. <laughs> and then we left it to the Bigler. And I'm, you know, and that's just the way we did it. Yeah super bad so they just literally closed the camp they just said we're gonna close it and that's the way it is and then and then i just i think it's important to close this you know looking at this article with this little quote and this is from uh the camp director upon reflection we know the camp is only good for the kids if we can ensure their health and safety uh, that is why as soon as we finish our closing work for 2021 we will begin preparing for summer 22 and i summer 2022 he says it very much like man i wish i knew this when i was younger you You gotta keep children safe (laughs) yeah yeah i wish that our camp with an Mm -hmm. 85 year old history had figured out sooner yeah he's like you you really do waste youth on the young you know Listen, if I could, if I could have gone back, I would have hired more people, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'd, I just, um, I'd have hired more people, and I'd have been nicer to Angela. So yeah, those <laughs> the two things that I'd done in my life. Angela, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But I think that this this very comical story kind of feeds into like the quote unquote labor shortage. Okay. That sure. is happening, yeah, yeah. you know, and and this is I think probably one of the most hilarious probably stories you know because everyone else is gonna be like a mcdonald's manager that's just like mad <laughs> you know that people don't want to show up like uh, <laughs> he's just like letting... covering his ears with like with like buns you know <laughs> he doesn't want to hear it anymore yeah, yeah correct mm-hmm. um he's so... like he's killed himself by just stuffing mcnuggets into his own <laughs> eye sockets and, and in his mouth and like he's just like you know He's all hollowed out looking, but he's just stuffed with McNuggets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's just like pouring that syrup, um, just mm-hmm. packet by packet, one by one into his mouth, trying to soften the, yeah, the McNuggets. Yeah. He's going to like light himself on fire like the cover of that Rage Against the Machine album. That <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, he'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, just to get just to get one day shift manager. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, there's there's a you know, there's a. People say there's a labor shortage. People also talk about there's words I've heard floated about, like the great resignation. I've heard people's I've seen like I've heard that one. It was on it was on Twitter and I'm on Twitter more than I like. Oh, yeah, I I'm not anymore. Um, I am in the middle of of pulling out the tracking device. Uh huh. (laughs) But from time to time you pop in and you find gems like this article. At this point, I'm a little tired of the like. Well, people just don't want to work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're like, they're like, well, people just don't want the worst jobs in existence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and not to say that camp counselor is one of the worst jobs in existence, but I would say, given the like vibe, you know, <laughs> like 
yeah, you're if you're if you this summer in particular, if you're around a bunch of kids, you know for a fact that everybody under 12 is unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Like definitely unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's possible that the other teens aren't. Uh, you have no idea. I mean, we have no idea what their vaccine policy or whatever the fuck was was going on. But like, mm-hmm. if you're a full grown, we, we know adult, very little about their tadpole policy. I mean, I don't I mean, even know what's going on with the turtle. Their in the wooden pond. block. And my question policy. is, do all of the tadpoles turn into frogs or are you murdering these tadpoles? You know, because right. you said there were some frogs, but mm-hmm. are they all there? Um, and you've got <clears throat> one turtle or is there multiple turtles? Is this like a big turtle? Like a, anyway. Um, oh, you mean like one of those like 104 year old? Yeah, like a, it's it, it's as old he's as the got camp all is. The secrets of life, you know, <laughs> in him. <laughs> yeah, he's like in the never ending story. That turtle, it's like allergic to people, but wants, but well, is willing to talk to you and tell you everything you need to know about where you should go next. <laughs> this is the never ending story turtle. At this <laughs> it's like and uh, Chris Bigley or whatever. <laughs> and Chris Bigley's horse died on the way to talk to this fucking. Turtle. Oh man, it's such a harsh scene. It's but. a tough one. Um. Horse deaths in general. Um, but but what I'm saying is th- this job is not a home run job. No. Right? Like, it, 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 and I, you know, again, I've worked at camps. I know the deal. What the deal is, is they don't pay you a lot. You work a lot. But yes, especially if you're in that like 19, whatever, you know, 21 demo, you're your, your rent is covered for that time. So if you are in a super flexible situation, then like, yeah, that's pretty cool. And also you chill, like you chill at camp and you drink and do dumb shit. And you know, like it's an okay time. Right. Right. But like if the, if the okay time isn't so okay, because you might catch the pandemic, (laughs) like, yeah, you could see how people might be a little hesitant there. Or again, if the, if we don't actually, people said that the camp is a good time. Nobody said that there's a good camp to work for. Right. There's right. not a previous counselor interviewed here that says, oh, I, I loved working there. It's just that this summer was bad. <laughs> right? right. We just don't know. We have no idea. Um, I just like. Uh, the like people talk a lot about the entitlement of of the, the, the employees. Right. I'm just like. You know, people don't want to work, you know, uh, they just don't want to work for a living or what the fuck it is, you know, and I don't think anybody is really talking about the entitlement of the employers, right? Mm -hmm. Like, just because you own a McDonald's doesn't mean that anybody isn't, you are entitled to literally anybody working for you. Right, right. Like at all. You might have done the market fucking research and been like, oh, yeah, you know, like, this is great. I'll buy a McDonald's and it'll be fine. But it's like, okay, well. If it sucks shit to work there, then maybe people aren't going to work there. <laughs> exactly. Right? I mean, those fast food has a repu- that reputation for that reason because it yeah. sucks to work there. Yeah. It, it's like considered it's one of the worst types of jobs just because it's the hardest work you're dealing with fucking the worst fucking people all day. And, and then, the number of oh good. Oh, so and then your boss probably sucks. Yeah. It's it's you're getting fired. If off you have a boss. Sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if he shows have. up. If he's not just some robot in the corner uh-huh. that just barks out orders at you or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah McDonald's, it, every time I go in, there's like more and more machine every time I walk into a McDonald's. Oh, definitely, like yeah. on a giant screen. You're you ordering know? on a touch screen. And, and honestly, like to some degree, rightfully so, because <laughs> like I, I understand as a company, their job, literally, McDonald's job is to make a fuckload of money and the less people that they have working, the more they make and the less people they, the less they pay those people, the more they make. And so again, it's like every person who's been employed at any place, but especially a fast food restaurant in the last 
let's call it 10 years, has seen the increased automation of the process. Like literally I can, if I work at McDonald's, I can tell you at the top, don't fucking want me here. Right. (laughs) And so why the fuck are you surprised now that they don't want to be there anymore? You literally replace them with touchpads. In some cases. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, I can tell that this is not really a great spot for me. You know, and I I, I, I hear that people are I would I would guess just a wild fucking guess. Most of the people that are making that choice, you know, out of some of those really tough jobs, they're not like fucking sailing on a cloud. You know what I mean? They're making a desperate choice. (laughs) Like they're like bigly here are the old the old pal bigs Uh where it's just uh like, oh, I could be homeless. Or I could work for maybe a terrible camp. Well, the choice is kind of clear. I'll give that a go. But then when that becomes so untenable, you choose something else it, with the basic, bare, baldest of hopes, right? <laughs> that like something else could happen in any way. Like I'll just look for some other job somewhere. Right. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be, you know, but like anything. It's a, it's a bit of a rant. I don't have like a real punchline to this. Yeah, I, I, will say, I will crazy. say though. Well, just, like to your point, no, I agree. I the McDonald's, I don't go to McDonald's all the time, but it is my probably favorite fast food place. So sure. Uh, I, like, like, I like yeah, fries are so good. I like Wendy's a lot too. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a huge fan of Wendy's. Wendy's is really good. Love but, a frosty. Oh man. So when you know, I think just to your point, just like they're being replaced by like these machines or whatever. And They always said that that would happen to us, but they never like when I think about it now, I'm like, I haven't seen that chubby Hispanic lady at my McDonald's in some time. I have (laughs) been ordering on a giant screen. Uh What happened to that chubby Hispanic? (laughs) She's somewhere else. That's for Uh goddamn sure. Or she maybe Uh she's in the back cooking, you know, maybe or if she if you're listening, please reach out. (laughs) Please, (laughs) please. If you're at Nick's McDonald's, anybody at Nick's McDonald's, please text the pod. Um, Well, and I think I think also I kind of feel like these thoughts are mostly scattered, but I kind of feel like we're in the fourth wave of the pandemic burnout. Like I think the first two waves where everybody who is truly immediately affected in one way or another. So for instance, you, uh, you were, you were in food service as shutdowns came, right. Mm-hmm. You were, um, you were in healthcare, right. Or you were, you know, immediately and directly impacted by uh, the pandemic in another way. Like for instance, you, you or someone, you know, got COVID and it was a problem, you know, like a big problem, not just like, oh, I got it. And I got over it. Or you had other festering problems that came to light immediately as soon as lockdown started, right? Of like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to get a divorce, or, <laughs> or like, or like, oh, my mental health is garbage, you know, and yeah, I've not right. been tending to it. So like, I think that's kind of like first and second wave of like pandemic burnout. Of just sort of like you just sort of like, Ugh! but I feel like now we're in the phase <laughs> of like phase three and four, and especially I think we're in four where it's like everybody who. Everybody has survived. I mean, everybody who didn't die, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like people have agreed. <laughs> <laughs> people have pulled themselves together enough to survive this far. Right. Right. And, and either, you know, like, and the unemployment's run out and the whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, here we are. Okay. So, and I've, and you've also had plenty of time to think like, do I want to be cut, fucking keep doing this? Like whatever it is, 
whether you're like working for a corporate company and you just have like a shitty desk job and it's been remote and they're trying to get you back in the office or you run your own company or whatever the fuck it is, you know, like by now you've, you've kind of had to reckon with the fact of like, I like this or I don't like this. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And most people unsurprisingly are like, yeah, this doesn't sound so fucking great. <laughs> like whatever, whatever it is, most jobs aren't that good. We've covered this in a previous podcast, right? They're just not particularly interesting. So, you know, like, I guess it's just, it, it, it baffles me that people are baffled. That people yeah, I, I agree. Totally. don't want to fucking hang, you know, <laughs> and I, with, with whatever. Because it's like, it is, it is so evident. Yes, the McDonald's is one, one example, but it goes all the way up the chain. It, companies have never been loyal to their employees. No, not 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 at all. So why would anybody ch- continually choose, right, to 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 offer that which has never been given to them? Why would they do that? Yeah, why? I don't like. It just feels to me that companies are so surprised that all these years of their employees saying they don't like the job that they were telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like the problem is not the problem is but but what I don't like about the criticism of justice. Well, look, we got to get the economy going or whatever whatever. It's like, okay, then you go work that job at McDonald's. Go ahead. You do it. Look, they they're there. They're so desperate. They'll take you on part-time. Have two jobs. Yeah. You can be a real hero here, bud. Yeah. And, you could and, you, you know, could you could uh you could be at the White House uh you know mornings and then you could clock in at Mickey D's by two, two o'clock. Right. They're open 24 hours. Help the economy. Yeah. yeah. Or is it just that these jobs have always sucked and now nobody wants to work them because they don't correct. want to? Yeah, correct. Yeah, and it's also like uh <laughs> and, and you could take the job. But the other question is, do we need it? Do we need the job? Right. Like Mm -hmm. we've talked about this on a podcast before, like Starbucks strategy for years has been like, you know what they're going to do? If there's a pizza nearby, they're going to fucking crush them. They're going to open four Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Right. And then they're going to and whichever one survives, the one that survives. And it's fine. Right. It's like, all right, well, you hired 90 people to open four Starbucks. Right. And then, you know, two are going to close, maybe three. Right. And, and like, and, and, and in many cases, it's been a part of stand up bits for fucking years. There's two Starbucks right fucking across the street from each other. Right. Do we need two Starbucks? <laughs> fucking no, we don't. There's nobody has ever debated whether we needed those things. Right. Mm-hmm. But there is this thing. And, and we talked a little bit about it in our like, why are jobs bad episode? There's this, or maybe we didn't, but like, there's this universal thing of like economy and jobs. The jobs must be, right? And it's like nobody ever talks about what kind of jobs there should be. Yeah. Right? And it's like, well, yeah. And, and, I, and I think, you know, I have another article that, I'm, that I've pulled as a kind of reference talking point is like, this is where the great resignation came from. This is, it's like a CNBC article or some shit. The great resignation is likely to continue, which is like, I didn't know that it was going on, but okay. It says as 55% Americans... 55% of Americans anticipate looking for a new job. And the stats from like a YouGov fucking poll of like 2,000 people, which is like, I think it's, you have to be, have 1,500 for it to be statistically significant. Anyway, it's 2,400 uh, people polled, not a huge group, but 55% of people in the work, in that workforce that they tried as a sample are said they're looking for a new job in the next 12 months. And I think th- that's why I say like we're in fourth wave of burnout because it's like even people who have a job are like, mm, 
I bet you I could get something better than this, right. you know, <laughs> just like, fuck, like, fuck, I'm still doing this, you know? And I, and I, I definitely think that because there are, and I know we have Delta variant going on in some of these like return, quote unquote, return to office plans are being laid asunder, but there's definitely still plenty of companies that are urging and pushing people back into the place. And it's like, I've been doing a shitty thing for you before the pandemic. Then I did it through a pandemic. And now, and I did it away from you, especially if you're in a remote environment. And now you're asking me to do it in front of you. Right, right. Eight hours a fucking day. And you goddamn well know I can do it without being in front of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And it's like, okay, well, boop. <laughs> I, I, again, I don't understand why people are surprised that this is that this is like the case. Like the people that are running companies or the people that are, you know, managing yeah, and, people. And I don't even think you have to be like af or neg about it. You should not be surprised that people who have worked crappy jobs for forever don't want to keep doing that. that we were all given this, like, I don't want to call it a break because I don't want to poo-poo like the dangers of it. But what I'm uh, saying is we were all removed from the status quo. From the pure pain of the machine. Like, yeah, just pure, unadulterated chaos of always must go. Yeah, everyone for at least, you know, if you weren't, like I said, part of the way, like the people that were directly affected by it, um, you were then what I always say is like, I was suddenly 14 again, where I just <laughs> stayed at home and played video games. Mm. And, and that was waited. a nice time. Yeah. And just waited for tomorrow. And then, <laughs> and then yeah. you, you're expected to go if you have that. And then they're asking you to go back into a place where um, you were, you weren't treated well, you weren't happy. And you, you know, you have to leave kind of an abusive relationship to realize how bad it was absolutely and, and it's like a lot of people i feel like just kind of look back and like no my job was terrible i yeah. hated it i hated myself i wasn't happy there because well, you and say it's like, ahead, and you like said, the bottom line for me is just you don't have to you can think that that's shitty that they feel that way or you can think it's great that they feel that way but if you're surprised that's you being the sheep you're that's dumb you being a fucking idiot that you're yeah. surprised <laughs> yeah. that people don't want to work this thing they don't want to go back to a thing they didn't that they didn't like yeah. That's foolish to think. That. <laughs> yeah. And even pre pandemic, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I, I just don't think I just, what, what blows my mind is that like, and, and this is a little back on my like small business tirade, but like, oh, dude, Chase hates small business. <laughs> you're not fooling I, Chase, mom and pop. All right. You're not fooling this guy. You're not some fucking hero. <laughs> not some noble Chase sees through it. I'm just saying you Through don't get, bullshit. you don't get any more of the benefit of the doubt than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Just because you run uh, your own shop, that doesn't mean oh, you're a better you got a person. little apron on that's handmade. And <laughs> you, you look like the old couple from Courage the Cowardly Dog. And you I know? am very pro. I will say I am very pro, uh, like made in the USA products. Like I, you know, I, I actually have a kind oh, of a Chase little towards a patriot, such things. Though. I'll tell you that. Chase America, folks. America, I, USA. But like, again, bottom says. line is <laughs> it says it says USA all the way. Mm-hmm. America, fuck USA, small businesses. Yeah, fuck small <laughs> businesses. I see through your bullshit. <laughs> I, again, you just don't just because you're in a, a random category of person doesn't make you good, virtuous, or deserving of my respect. Right. You know, yeah. Like, Chase, I just, and he, and he, that's his default. Chase doesn't respect you. I, right off the bat, I, you that apply is on your taxes. Small business, you get zero respect. There's a box there. You got to look. It's at the bottom. Form your own LLC. What do I care, pal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just says you acknowledge it. You know, Chase McNeil has got dick of respect for you. <laughs> Check the box or else you're not going to get that tax cut. Um, 
I, I did it with Biden this year. I got him to put it in. Um, so, so like, it's like, yeah, it's just to me, the, like even pre COVID pre everything, the gall of you to assume that anybody who works for you shares the same values as you. Right. Like the exact same, like, no, you're the person who started a company and runs a company and does your stuff. And like, I absolutely respect that you have done those things, but just because you've done those things doesn't mean your day-to-day behavior or the way that you run your company doesn't influence the people who work for you. Uh-huh. Like, no, I'm not going to fucking work for you. Why would I do that? You're an asshole or whatever, you know, uh-huh. or you don't pay me enough. Like, Again, you have absolutely no loyalty to your employees, none at all in a lot of cases. And if you do, then if you're an angel and you're listening to this podcast and you run a business, Jesus fucking Christ, thank you, mm-hmm. you know, for being whatever you are. Unless you're a small business, you fucking bad. No, if you're a small business and oh, you're doing oh, it right, oh, sorry, man. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> if you're doing it right, you know, and you and you try to do your best, I know, I know that now is it that even people yeah. who are trying to do their Chase best. Chase has a soft spot for you. I do have a soft spot for you. And I understand that there's people that don't want to work. Like, let's say you run a good restaurant, like a a good restaurant. You try to treat people fairly, whatever, whatever. And you're still having trouble getting people. I know that's still a thing. Chase will eat there. Maybe. (laughs) Oh, maybe not. Or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. How's your pasta fajoli, you know? Oh, Um, man. Step up that. Are you closed permanently? Do you have a um, siminant? I forget the word. You're walking a thin line, small business, with the Mm -hmm. McNeil camp. You're walking a thin line. I mean, well, what's your special mint? What's your Lair Girls Mm -hmm. special mint situation? Mm -hmm. Show me the Lair Girls. Show me the Lair Girls. Is your restaurant a trap? Um, But what I'm saying is, like, I know that that barrier exists, too. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, like, you know the job that you provide to people is a tough job. (laughs) Like like you serve brunch, you know, like people fucking suck. They're bad people that are annoying as shit. And if you don't take, I think if you don't take any extra steps, right. To like make that better then like, yeah, your people aren't still, even if you're trying your best to like, what like maybe you have a sign like that says no fucking assholes or something i don't know yeah you know we've seen those signs absolutely and we uh uh chase austin no chase bernstein no the other chase uh yeah chase austin yeah chase austin chase austin was like we literally just don't serve assholes we just say no fuck you go away like yeah either our business will fail because we said no to too many assholes <laughs> is the world full of that many assholes i would say no i would say it's full of 20 percent assholes you know right and you don't fucking you just you know you don't need them is my guess but i don't know anyway that's jobs that's jobs current state of jobs and if you're in a situation i mean and, and the other thing is i would bet if you're listening to this podcast you might be considering <laughs> getting a new situation right yeah i mean i know i am <laughs> yeah so like i just, I just want to say like we're on your side here like we know we it's a tough back. We, we know it's a tough deal uh, unless you're one of those fucking shitty small businesses <laughs> and fucking see listen you if you own a, a santa claus store oh, oh. or a fucking coffee shop that sucks ass uh-huh. Get the fuck uh-huh. out of here. Get the fuck out of here. We don't trust you. We don't. Well, again, like I just, I just, I just, you, I, there are very few things I think that you can pin to your shoulder, you know, and you mm-hmm. walk up to me. Buttons? I'm talking about buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm talking about like uh, roles or whatever that you can pin to your shoulder that automatically entitle you to people's respect. Entitle you. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And again, that, that's the thing. I just, it just pisses me off about this whole, like, and you think these grannies are just thinking, Oh, because you open up a little cookie shop. I can't come shop? in here and just fucking knock over one of the stands <laughs> or whatever. Think you know? I can't piss on these oatmeal raisins. Huh? Exactly. I was going to use oatmeal raisins as an example as well. Huh? Right, right, right. Yeah, Iced yeah. oatmeal raisin. Wow. Nice, nice extra step. I'm peeing on it. Exactly. Chase will come in and pee on anything you got. Especially because you didn't even check that box in your tax forms that says mm-hmm. that you knew that I would come here and do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chase McNeil. So, Inspector Chase is coming in. Yeah, yeah. Chase McNeil in the war on small business. <laughs> oh, man. Probably get write-ins for that. Anyway, <laughs> we do have some write-ins. We should take a look at this. All right. We are back. And to close out, our 100th episode, episode 103, is a couple of write-ins. We've got a couple of write-ins for a couple of, a couple of friends. We have, a, we have a new friend, and you guessed it, we got an old friend. So we're going to take a quick look at um, our new friend. This is Dave, by the way. Dave, Dave. Uh, writes in and actually has a, um, a little c- contribution to our analysis of a Craigslist post. Uh-huh. So uh, Dave says, I think the Craigslist minister thing from the Sammy Carson episode. And I honestly hope, Dave, that you like thought real hard about this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I really hope that like this, that, that you listen to this episode the day it came out and then you kind of mulled on it for a while, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, cause I really hope that this, that our Craigslist post haunted you, but if you listen to it right <laughs> away and you're texting us, then that's fine too. Uh, I think the Craigslist minister thing from the Sammy Carson episode could be, and, and for those who didn't listen to that episode or whatever, quick recap, they are asking for uh, a minister, an actor minister to go to mm-hmm. Chico from Sacramento. They wanted a white or black person. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a white or black person. It was yeah, strange. Yeah, yeah. It was very yeah. strange and very specific. Anyway, uh, and and it was like we were very unsure. Like, do you want us to be an actor or a minister? Is there like a prank going on mm-hmm. here? Anyway, so the episode thing could be that the people getting married got married during the pandemic. This is a good theory. So now they're doing a wedding, but don't need a minister. So they need someone to play the role of a minister. What do you think about that, oh. Nick? I think that that makes sense. It's st- like, I think that that makes sense mm-hmm. if, and this could be very true because I'm sure actors don't get paid shit unless you're the actor, but it's mm-hmm. like, if it would cost too much to bring a minister back out. So they're like, uh, like, it's going to cost $200 to bring a minister back out. And we just need it for a photo op, basically. So can we just get an actor to kind of like pantomime? Well, I think that I do think that you don't want to waste, you know, a minister or justice of the peace time, you know. Now, Mm -hmm. I would like to think that and everybody's in a different situations. Sometimes you get married and you know the minister or you know somebody who Uh did the ceremony or whatever. Um, and, and I would like to think you have enough of a relationship with them that you'd like for them to come back to kind of like celebrate with you, right? Because uh-huh. they were at like a COVID wedding where everybody was wearing a mask and you were all like 30 feet away from each other, <laughs> uh-huh. you know? Um, so that's, that's kind of like one like yeah, possible, like, but, 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 but then again, why not just get anybody then to play the role of a minister if that's your deal? Right. Right. right, right, right. Why do you need an actor? Right. Why do you need to put on Craigslist? Why, why not just literally ask like a fucking weirdo cousin? (laughs) Uh We know you got them. 
Oh, you know you got a weirdo cousin. Got a weirdo cousin. Especially if you're having a wedding in Chico. Come on, buddy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's so, some hillbillies out there, right? But I do think that maybe it is like, okay, well, fine. Um, and maybe they do want more of an act out. You know, maybe they really do want a full ceremony, right? Uh-huh. And they're like, we, but we don't need you to be ordained, right? Um, okay. So we are just going to give you a script or whatever. And then uh, Dave continues. I don't know why they need that to be a white or black guy, though, which is... <laughs> Which is really the linchpin of that sort of uh-huh. comes apart, and then uh, probably sketch either way, and that's what Dave says, and that is, uh, that is the right. And I I did write quickly you, back you, to Dave. Oh, good. I just said that's genuinely the best version of that app. Like I do think it's the most generous version and the best way to like brainstorm a solution here. Uh huh. Yeah, I think he's making those people out to be the best possible versions of themselves. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, and one, going on. one can hope one can always uh-huh. hope but even at then though it is weird that they're like white or black only though absolutely <laughs> that is weird mm-hmm. it's weird that you said that <laughs> don't say that why'd you say that <laughs> why are you that specific uh-huh. anyway um and also like again why not just be racist on the back end <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like literally uh-huh. be like you know we wish it was a white or black guy but we're not going to say that in the ad because we're not going to be that fucking weird you know what i mean mm-hmm. just like hey send us a picture it- yeah, don't waste our time by being Hispanic or Asian yeah. of any kind. <laughs> yeah, way to tell. Again, you're just telling us there's something wrong with you. Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we'll leave, obviously we'll leave that theory there, but we do very much appreciate, Dave. Thank you for the write-in. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for writing in, Dave. And, you know, if anybody else has any speculation on really anything at all, text the pod. You know how to do it. Um, write-in number two comes from uh, a friend of the pod, uh. Mallory. Uh, if you haven't listened to any other of our writing episodes, all you need to know, Mallory is real nice. Uh, Mallory also worked for a doctor who wasn't a doctor. Mm-hmm. So who was a murderer, right? A guy died murdered, on his table. Someone died on his table. Yep. And then uh-huh. he faked his credentials. And I'm, we're pretty sure it was just because he had an English accent that it worked in Jersey yeah, <laughs> or yeah, any yeah, part yeah. of the United States. Again, any English accent will at the very least get you in the front door of a lot of places. Right. So that's the story with uh with mallory um and mallory also worked at amazon um product solve and like dealt with a lot of juices <laughs> a lot of a lot of juicy boxes you know mm-hmm. anyway um and mallory texts um and i think it, it, it looks like mallory in her initial text said like oh she realized that she never sent a message i've done that so many fucking times <laughs> right where you right, like right. type a message and you close and the it app just stays and then, right there the little, and then yeah. like a year later you open it and you're like i know i don't ever want to see you again it's like oh great mm. that worked out <laughs> um not that that's happened to me anyway uh mallory says just listen to the pod and you guys are so nice mallory that's not true you're nice we're not good people you are good people <laughs> mallory says i'm deaf not that nice you guys have just not maybe mad or irritated <laughs> then all bets are <laughs> off haha and look mallory we know that I don't expect you to be a, a full on nice person. You know what I mean? Like you've just been very nice to us. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. Extraordinarily nice to us. You've given us a long leash and we appreciate, we appreciate that highly, but yeah, no, I believe you fucking turn on, you know, uh, a bad situation in a minute. Like you got to go for it. You gotta, you gotta jump on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Oh yeah. Mally did mention uh, that she has uh, worked in mental health uh, resources before because we had, uh, I want to say it was Dallas. Yeah, Miles well, uh, Dallas wrote in after Miles Weber. Um, oh, anyway, okay. uh, Mallory says, I have so many stories because we did ask, like, hey, have you got any stories? And uh, I think Mallory delivers a very excellent 
boundaried response here. I have so many stories from my time in mental health, and I am sure I will have many more. <laughs> now that's that's a real veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, due to HIPAA, which is like a privacy thing, uh, there is very little I can tell you. Respect, Mallory. Shout outs to shout outs to Mallory. Less shout outs to HIPAA. Maybe some shout outs to HIPAA. Some shout outs to HIPAA. I think in general, I think one mm-hmm. thing that they're not helping us on the pod, but not, I do not on the pod. There are. <laughs> There are also, uh, I, you know, I, I, you know, I do hope you get to talk to somebody about it. I'm sure that like, it's kind of like, um, I've known therapists who have therapists where like a fucking, of course you need a therapist, if uh-huh. you're a therapist, at least in that situation, I think because of the HIPAA, maybe each other, you know, like in, uh, breaking bad when they're about to kill, uh, who the guy who becomes Saul, like the better call Saul guy. Um, uh-huh. and he's like, they're like, they take him to the desert. They're about to fucking kill him. <laughs> and, and he's like, put a dollar in my pocket. <laughs> he's like, you can't, you can tell me anything. If you put a dollar in my pocket, because then you're my lawyer. I'm your lawyer. Maybe they each kind of put like a dollar in each other's pocket. They're like, okay, we're each oh, therapists. Okay. So now we can talk shit. I would hope that you can do a little bit of that. I, that's my hope, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe you can only talk shit in one direction. You know, you can be like, oh, fuck this one thing. You're my therapist. So you can say that. And then that person can go to somebody else. Maybe it's more of like a, like a, like a triangle of, of communication. Like you can't, you can't just go two for two, but anyway, mm-hmm. we, we certainly hope you have your, uh, your outlets. Um, but Mallory did say, I can tell you that I've been attacked twice. Jesus. Okay. Once in an outpatient setting where the person broke the window and came through the blinds, <laughs> all shining. Here's Johnny style to try and attack me. That doesn't sound like a good time. No, no. Pretty bad time. Pretty scary mm-hmm. time. It wasn't uh, for Shelley Duvall in that movie, and it certainly sounds like it wasn't. It was for not for Shelley Duvall. Not not in the movie or on set. I don't no, think. Not based at all. Off, no, not Based no. off of what I've read about the Shining. Kubrick, kind of a piece of shit. You hear that? Are you fucking Kubrick? Fucking yeah, you mark? fucking kind of Kubrick. Piece of and shit. if you're a Kubrick fan who owns a small business who eats at Papa Murphy's, oh, we're fucking. <laughs> Listen, coming. we're coming for you, pal. Uh, fucking, and I'm gonna say Chase first because he gets more mad, but <laughs> I'm right fucking behind him. Mm-hmm. Right. There, he's right behind just looking just being like well, i hope he gets some I yeah hope he, yeah hope he yeah. gets a punch in before that guy hope breaks his other wrist yeah i hope he doesn't i hope he doesn't pee all over all those like frosted oatmeal raisin cookies because i can't <laughs> i'm just gonna sneak one of these before it lets it rip over here <laughs> uh, um, <yank. laughs> blink um so yeah so anyway here's johnny style here's johnny style uh, attack and then the other was at the jail in the office during a session jeez <sighs> The officer was there, so it did not last long. You know, that's good. Shout out to safety protocols. Right. Um, doesn't sound like a good time. Uh, but obviously, if you're used to working with those populations, uh, you know it comes with the territory, I guess. Uh, but major shout outs. I mean, major. <laughs> right. Major shout out, Mallory. Big time shout outs. I don't expect that you're very nice at that time, and nor, sh- nor do you need to be because lines have been crossed. Uh, and obviously you made it out of those situations. And again, speaking of HIPAA, hope you got to speak to another counselor about that situation <laughs> to do a little debrief. Uh, and then Mallory continues again, just want to say that I love the pod listen weekly. And you guys are so funny. You make me laugh every time, which God damn Mallory. Thank you for listening wow. to this thank podcast. You, Mallory. Thank you, Mallory. Thank well, you, at this point, we do it for you, Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just a, a two-way conversation. What three when we have guests? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just hoping Mallory has a good time. Um, and everybody else, again, we are also glad that you're listening to this podcast. You can write in too, and we will also personally thank you. <laughs> um, but Mallory's the one we're talking about right now. So fucking thank you, Mallory. <laughs> um, and Mallory says, it is great self-care, which is great. 
self-care is good and we it's obviously you need it everybody needs it mallory really really mallory needs her self-care folks um and then uh mallory is we've had a couple of people go to bat for us on this one we don't you know necessarily need that but we appreciate it mallory says to the right and who judge your uh, apps without listening to all the episodes you have plenty of variety which thank you mallory Mm -hmm. we believe the record shows and Skylar, again, we're, we're glad that you listen to the podcast. And I'm sure if you continue listening, you will also see that we have plenty of variety. Um, and then Mallory continues. So in today's pod, Krav Maga is a, oh, sorry, I sent a new text. Uh, Krav Maga is an Israeli self-defense fighting technique. I didn't know that it was re- Israeli. I'm learning Neither things. Neither did I, no. Uh, we learned it in the jail to help protect ourselves if we were ever attacked, which is clearly oh. something that happened. <laughs> Um, and then Mallory says it is very intense, but amazing. So that's Krav Maga and it is serving a great many people. So that guy who's out there who needed that, um, the Craigslist post of the guy who's looking for a Krav Maga trainer yeah, yeah. to fight the one other guy in town who also knows Krav Maga. So, yeah. He's being bullied mm-hmm. by somebody else. It's a mm-hmm. good idea. So we hope that he finds a trainer. Maybe Mallory could hook him up, but Maybe I'm not, I'm Mallory. I'm not asking you to train this person. We think they're kind of sketchy, <laughs> but hopefully someone like Mallory who's taken some classes can, can step in. Um, and that's the, that's the write-in. Thank you so much for writing in Mallory. Thank you and, as always. Mallory. And Dave. And Dave. And, and if you want to write in, it's 470-223-5627, 470-223-5627. And that's our episode 100, episode that 103. Is- Oh man, 103, the 100th episode. And we fucking uh, slogged it out. We got some extra time in, folks. Yeah, this was for you. This was just us hanging out with you. And at the end, us hanging out with Mallory. Absolutely. And Dave. And Dave. And Dave. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> sorry, Dave. Sorry, sorry, small businesses. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. We got more episodes coming, uh, more guests. Um, you know, we may like kind of see if we can't look into this like We've talked about why jobs are bad. We've talked about just sort of like the situation going on right now. Like maybe we're going to look into like, what can we do about it? We're not really like an advice podcast or anything, but mm-hmm. we do care, you know, <laughs> like the fuck are we going to do? Um, so yeah, uh, if you like kind of the, some of these special topic episodes, let us know. Oh, we, you know what I should say? We do have a review and I would like to, uh, we had a recent review and I just want to like- getting trashed again? No, we're not getting trashed. We're not getting trashed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it would be so great if it was about. We are gonna have Papa Murphy's at some point. We promise. Mm-hmm. At some point, Nick and I are gonna take a trip to Bakersfield or something. <laughs> it's just so far yeah. away from where we are. Yeah. Um. And uh. And and we have a we yeah. So uh, this person writes a review and says, "Felt uh, have you ever felt like you have the worst job ever? Me too. <laughs> Come and commiserate with these lovely fellows as they review ridiculous job postings, nightmare jobs, and current work work culture with comedians. Just a nice review." Very nice. Thank you very much. Thank you um, to uh, Zaphoid's cousin. <laughs> Fun podcast and worth listening. Worth listening to backlog. You're darn right. It's worth worth listening to the worth listening to the backlog. We got a hundred of these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. More's on the way, folks. So that's it. Thank you. We love you. Good night. And fuck this place. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you had a good time, don't forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, leave a review, five stars, four stars. You can give less stars, but don't do that. I mean, you can, but just text us. You know, it's 470-223-5627. That's 470-223-5627. You can just let it out, you know? Get mean. We're here for you. Okay, that's it. Bye for now. Bye for now.